It takes more than rewriting your IO-bound CRUD app in Rust to be a great software engineer. This is episode 343 of the Soft Skills Engineering Podcast. I'm your host, Jameson Dance. I'm your host, Dave Smith. Soft Skills Engineering is your weekly advice show on all of the non-technical things that go into the technical thing of software development. And also, this is a palindrome, as Dave pointed out in our prep. 343. Rust is not a palindrome, though. No, but it's really good at finding them. Because <laughs> that's a CPU-bound operation. <laughs> yeah. you got to make sure your string memory access is safe in this interview. That's <laughs> right. Toy problem. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, man, all those times I've uh, created palindrome solvers at work. Whew. That had buffer overflow vulnerabilities. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> How shameful. <laughs> yeah, this time I reversed the linked list safely. So many data breaches caused by palindrome finders with buffer overruns. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you want to thank our patrons, Dave? I do. A big thank you to those that are contributing at a level that gets them a weekly shout-out. They are Andres Reales, Connie Lee, Valentin at Datafold, Santa Hopar, Noah Fraser-Lowe, Kent C. Dodds, Jenny Kim, Owen Shartle, Craig Motlin, I Love Mavis, The Stochastic Parrot, Alice Jost, Lonfuer... Oh, jeez, I give up. Go, go, go. Koshocton, Ohio, <laughs> patreon.com.au. Hey, that's my move. <laughs> I learned it from the best. Ira Chan, oh. Monkey Face Emoji, Jonathan King, Testing is Documenting.org, Ola Dapofari, Will Angel, Agnerer, Nick Hathaway, Travis Sanders, Braden Keynes, John Grant, Bartek Tutkowski, Cody Sale, Nick Cantor, and Philip Jambasil. If you'd like to join this list of emojis, names of unpronounceable cities, and pronounceable cities, websites, and actual given names of real human beings and rearranged letters of given names of human beings, you can go to softskills.audio and click the support us on Patreon button. If you contribute the at the top tier, we'll say your name every single week. And if you contribute at any tier, we'll invite you to our Slack workspace where you can not work, but you can talk about space. Do you ever want to feel like you're at work, but not work? <laughs> Consider Slack. <laughs> All the time you can be almost at work. Recreate that feeling. This week I discovered our, our community's tech humor channel, and it's actually funny. They post some pretty good memes there. I am joining it right now. I don't think I've been in it yet. Well, most of the jokes were at your expense, so now it's <laughs> I'm about to be so offended. I <laughs> uh, like okay, yeah, this is this is good. This is worth my time. <laughs> I thank you. For, this has made my life better already. Okay. <laughs> um, All right, you want to read our first question? Uh, yeah, this is from a listener named Mike who asks: I've been offered an engineering management position at a company I previously worked for. The team is very small and composed of juniors and mid-level developers. The role is also completely new, and because of the size and experience of the team, there is some expectation that the manager will also have a fair amount of involvement in PR reviews, and likely also writing some code. Is this common? Do you feel like a manager can also be a team lead from a technical perspective on a day-to-day -day basis? What should I be thinking about when considering this role? Aha! So a boomerang management role. I think the first thing you need to think about is how do you make it so they don't know that you their manager are the same person who wrote this code that shows up in git blame because <laughs> you yeah. want to preserve an aura of infallibility and omnipotence how can you rule with an infallible iron fist yeah if you've made obvious programming mistakes <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh oops i renamed all our header files to dot I because I wanted them to be even more 
header. How about dot high? Trying to be friendly. Uh, yeah. We want to increment to the next letter. Frankly, I feel like this is probably more... It's certainly common. I, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's more common than the other way, but often a, a problem is managers being too hands-on and technical and uh, like they're not doing management stuff because they can't or won't pull their heads out of, out of the code base. So knowing that this is an explicit expectation of this role, uh, this is often a thing people fall into on, on accident, but you just, you can You're just gonna do fall it. into it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. I'm supposed to be nitpicking your PRs as your boss who also writes your <laughs> paycheck and determines your raise amount yeah. and bonuses. <laughs> Sorry about those performance reviews. I know they're pretty cursory, but check out this new <laughs> CI system I built. Yes. Also, please change from tabs to spaces, and we want two spaces, not four. I have an open door policy, though, and I want us to all be equal peers and colleagues, so please push back. Yes. And also... <laughs> Uh, let's talk about your pip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for as much as I laugh at this, I actually think this is pretty reasonable. Um, yeah. And I like this growing trend. And I say trend comparing to what it was like for me 20 years ago, where your engineering manager is technical enough to at least review code with the team, which I, I think is fantastic. And I see that more and more and more as I've aged to the ripe old age that I am now. Mm -hmm. I like it. So take that. Yeah. Can you be a team leader from technical? You also mentioned the team is small, which is important because it, yeah. it is it is like a whole other job. And and I don't know if it's if it's a handful of folks, if it's two to four or five, then then seems reasonable. Once you start getting above that, then the the coordination and management and career development and feedback and call all of the stuff that goes along with making a larger group of people pull in the same direction well together uh, should be taking up enough of your time that it can be hard to contribute significantly technically or maybe you're just so good maybe like you, it, it just kind of runs the team runs itself so you get to you get to submit pull requests and yeah i think you should go into this trying to replace yourself in the tech lead role well i guess i'm making an assumption here that that's the direction you want your career to go that you want to focus on engineering management so given that assumption, I think you should take this position, but make it clear to your employer that, that you also want to build up someone on your team so that they can take on this responsibility to free you up to do higher level stuff that you don't have, you won't have time to do if you're, if, if, if the team grows doing this other job. Yeah. Well, if the team grows in size, but even like, I don't know, as the team gets more experienced, maybe it's the same size, but you started with a bunch of juniors and mid-level devs, and now they're mid-level and more senior devs in a few years, you know? And now you can do your job in 20 hours a week and spend the other 20 on fun hobbies. Yeah. I don't know. That seems reasonable. Just tell them outcomes over output. That's right. When they complain about you not working enough hours. That's right. <laughs> Look, we measure results here, and the results are... I'm not sure because I've been pretty busy <laughs> with, <laughs> with the stuff I do when I'm supposed to be at work. Yeah. <laughs> Taking lots of walks, napping a lot. Yeah. The outcomes are amazing. Well, have we answered this question? Um, I think so. Like in a short answer, yeah, this is actually pretty common nowadays. And I do feel like a manager can do a good job. You do need to be very humble about it, though, and 
recognize, I think the best thing you can do is recognize that your team will perceive a power imbalance mm -hmm. and um, you'll have to be overly cautious compared to what you were before when you interact with your team members, especially when you're giving feedback on their code. You also want to make sure that you are uniformly distributing your feedback among team members so that it's not always one person who always has to get their PR reviewed by the boss. Like there's all these implicit messages that are now going to be sent. Yeah. That you didn't mean to send. And so you just have to be very cognizant of that. And you'll have to ask your team for feedback a lot and respond very graciously when they give it and then find a way to rule with an iron fist. <laughs> and crush all that oppose you. I, I think it doesn't say uh, how the question asker doesn't explain kind of where they are in their career, but this can be a, a nice, a good kind of first EM gig yep. is, is because it still contains a lot of stuff that you should have been doing uh, or, or generally are doing uh, right. Oft, often more senior developers move into engineering management roles. And so that there's some, there's some familiar stuff to hold on to. It can also be a shock to one's system to completely let go of software development, individual contributor work day to day and pick up pure management work. And so this yeah. will be a nice stepping stone to ease yourself in a little bit so that it's not just a big jump um, before you, you know, that way you can also, it's also easier to bow out. I think if you decide that you don't want to do the people yeah. management side of things, you've still got quite a technical skill set going and kept warm so that you can fall back on that if you need to. That is a question I would ask though, is when, before accepting this offer, I would do some serious introspection and say, am I comfortable being a full-time people manager? And then I would ask the prospective employer, if this doesn't work out with me as a people manager, is there an option where I can do technical only contributions um, and someone else can fill the people management role? And if the answer is yeah. no, you might want to take that into consideration before accepting. Yeah. Okay. Now we have answered it. I think so. And now we shall proceed to our next question. Will you do that for us, Dave? Yep. Let's see here. Okay. While you pull that up, I'm just going to be staring at the zit on my nose since we're doing okay. video now. <laughs> okay, Imagining good. people looking at it on YouTube. Now everyone just yeah, this feels in. This feels good. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. More people need to see this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This comes from an anonymous listener who says, how do I keep up junior's morale regardless of bad code and ideas? I work in a team of four or five developers. We have one junior, one mid, who is me, one senior, and our team lead. I think we mostly work well. However, Wait, sometimes... That sounds like four. <laughs> four to five. Seems very unambiguous. I mean, I guess four <laughs> is contained within four to five. Okay. It I'll, is. Yeah, how dare I'll you? The set theory checks out. Okay. <laughs> However, sometimes the senior and team lead sort of talk down at the junior. For example, in a meeting talking about how to solve a problem, the junior will propose an idea, but the senior and or both team lead would respond by saying that, no, it's not a good idea, which is fine. However, the tone of voice hints, oh, you should know this. It's obvious, you jamoke. <laughs> okay, first time ever hearing that word. The junior has started to stay quiet and has told me he doesn't feel comfortable asking the seniors for help. I've interjected in meetings to say I understand why the junior might have this idea, but I don't think it's the best solution. What should I do? Should I talk to the senior and team lead, or do I just let it play out, you jamoke? <laughs> I, I added that last part. Yeah. Now you want to use it everywhere. I do. It really is a catchy little epithet. <laughs> do I just let it play out? So when you say, do I just let it play out? I think letting it play out means like, do I let this junior quit? <laughs> because uh, yeah. it sounds like a 
crappy place. I don't know. Maybe maybe economy means that they will stay longer at this position now, but it does not seem like a, a thriving, fulfilling, engaging work environment to be a junior developer in. Maybe it's like, uh, you know how sometimes groups of friends get together and they, they kind of like insult each other, but it's done with love? Like, like playful jabs. Yeah, they jab at each other because they're so comfortable they can call each other jamokes and tell each other their ideas are stupid <laughs> yeah. and stuff. I mean, no, I haven't heard of that, but until today. <laughs> but it sounds awesome. <laughs> Maybe you need to start insulting the senior and team leads' ideas to make it clear that this is it's a friendly banter. Banter, that's the word I'm looking for. And And then it'll be like, oh, it's not that I'm stupid, it's that we're all horrible <laughs> to, to <laughs> each other equally. That's okay. That's, that's step step up. Maybe they don't think I'm stupid. We're just bad people. Got it. We're like bad in the sense that we're immoral. Yeah, I don't know. Like just, ethic. Like we're ethically challenged. Is this what you're saying? Uh, yes, or or we're bad at our jobs a little bit. Well, or yeah, I think you would be bad at your job if this was the. This was the culture you were introducing people to, for example, in a meeting. Yeah, this is tricky to do as a mid-level developer because this is part of the role of a senior developer is to build up and develop the skills and abilities of more junior members of the team. Right. And telling someone their ideas are stupid in group settings so that they stop contributing in group settings is not helping this person develop and contribute more but it's also kind of a tricky position to hold a more senior member of the team accountable yes it is but i think this mid-level developer should do it yeah you jamoke <laughs> you jamoke <laughs> anytime there's silence now just slip that in that's a perfect how would you filler. go about doing it well so i mean the the unfortunate truth here is probably that the, the well i'm not even going to say it's the truth i'm going to say there is a possibility that these senior developers are actually correct that the junior developers ideas are bad that mm -hmm. that is one possible situation here but it doesn't make it right to use a tone of voice that is impolite unprofessional and impatient with the junior developer and so as a mid-level developer, you have recent direct experience being a less experienced contributor to the team. And so mm. as such, your eyes are a little bit more wide open. And I think you have more of a, a clear line of sight to this person's feelings. And it's important that you represent that. And so I think that as a mid-level developer on this team, you can go to these senior developers and say, listen, uh, there's a bit of a dynamic unfolding in these meetings with this junior team member that I want to make you aware of that I think would help to foster a more welcoming and safe and fun environment for all of us, including myself. And that is that I've noticed that you sometimes use a hostile tone when responding to some ideas of this junior developer. Now I get it, the ideas are not always great, but rather than responding with hostility and talking down to this person, please, I would ask you to take these as opportunities for teaching and mentorship. Not only technical skills, but also for demonstrating the kind of professional and uh, welcoming behavior that we all need to exhibit. 
that's kind of how I would give that feedback. It's specific, it's kind, and it's actionable. And I think that you owe it to this team to do that because you're in a unique position to be able to get it. And it's frankly a shame that your more senior team members don't already self-police on this. I wonder if they're, maybe they're very focused on the technical merits of the ideas and, and they're concerned about like protecting the time of the team, right? Like we don't want to, we don't want to waste time on these terrible ideas. You jamoke. <laughs> and so this is like a, a way to, I'm just trying to think of like, how would this not be just stupid <laughs> to do? And it, yeah, I suspect it's like, well, our, part of our job is to, help us be correct and these are incorrect we don't want to yeah it's, it's we want to focus on on the right stuff and and then that's where you can um talk about their responsibility to to teach and encourage like you don't have to derail the whole meeting to dive into a detailed discussion of the idea but you can take it as an opportunity to at least say like i don't think that would work for these these reasons and be willing to talk more about it maybe in other contexts if, if they want to follow up afterwards to understand more just saying like pff, yeah right who uses ftp anymore yeah nerd or you i don't know whatever yeah whatever dismissive thing you're saying is not gonna do anything besides make them feel ashamed yeah that's not what we want should i talk to the senior team lead uh so yes it sounds like the answer right i would i would let dave do it <laughs> listen so we're in yeah, agreement I, you know dave, dave will do it as it works out <laughs> uh we're about to launch a new service where you can just bring us these problems and for a extremely high hourly rate we will show up at your office and deliver the feedback you don't want to deliver it'll be so easy because we won't have any context so we won't have to deal with any nuance and we'll just show up and disappear so we don't have to deal with any outcomes or fallout no fallout yeah but we will take a lot of your money. And that's why you know it'll be good for you, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, consider this our, our our painted door test. It's an opportunity for you to register your interest by paying us, and then we hurry up and, and figure out how to do this. <laughs> well, don't worry. We'll accept your money right now. Yep. Figure out how to do it later. Yep. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think talking about it makes sense. And... and being able to talk about problems as a team feels like a dynamic that you want on the team rather than just back-channeling this forever. Okay, have we answered the question? I think so. What can people do if they want their own questions answered? Go to softskills.audio and click the Ask a Question button where you can fill out our form. Thank you so much to everyone who does that each week. We love seeing your questions every week. You keep the show going, and I promise we will eventually answer them all. If not subconsciously, then also on the air. I endorse all that Dave says. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll catch you next week.